So moki shokang mudimu tenki kahare hupiluyaka. I need him in my heart. 
because I know that my head will forget. And therefore, when my head forgets, I know that my conscience will remind you who I am and whose I am. How I'm good on Amudimu, Kere, Hakiliba, Lakakele, Loyaka, Peluyaka, Etanya Roha, in Hoposoriki, Mang Ibileki Wama. And I thank God. Horeka mechale mecha. Hakil kele lohai lebala. Udutsi ali tenka haro pelo yaka. Kimorotla mufuma nantenka hare hudi pelo tsarona. Kimofuma nawara hare lebala kadi kele lo midi pelo yona. Idula inta ehupola. Yanyaroha. Hallelujah. I greet you all in the wonderful name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And it is such a great joy to be in the house of the Lord today. And I am so excited and I'm so happy. You know, when the first lady was busy sharing the testimony and was busy, Abu Akabu Holoba Hai, Abu Aleka Mata Ahai, Kideka Utwa Moya Butemba Moya Ohala Lelangbo Batinka Rosebakasin. Mehaki Elel today it is the first of March. Mirikadi leka the first of September. And we have gone through six months. Rikadile the second trimester. Mirikena kahara the third trimester. Miria Elel six is a number of men. Moki highlights win day in these six months. These were my efforts, my efforts. These were my trials. Murana, hutwa muna loya pele. Kwedinyena yabu super. Seven is a number of spiritual perfection. Rere Murana, ibewe na who takes over from this process. Watsavali lechawiana, halesha haka seven mansi. Bari, at least the chance in yana iteng, haribukenye ka hara incubator. Meli runa. Hari Shutsi Ibileru Honora Rekete six months. Chansinyana eating Retokena Kahara incubator. And our incubator is nothing else but the Holy Spirit. I said your incubator is nothing else but Gimoya O Halalelan. Utwa Muna Luya Pili. Moya O Halalelan. Kihona Uto Kwaya Ukona Uto Kwa Uto Kwaela. Each and everything is going to cover you. And we're going to walk around and say, cover me, my Lord. Cover me, my Lord. Cover me, my Lord. Cover me, my Lord, under your shelter. Cover me, my Lord, under your shelter. I don't need any covering unless I am exposed and I am less vulnerable for destruction. I said, I don't need any covering unless I am an enemy to the devil. And he knows that once he gets one, oreketa rata mudisa Amen. Amen. And that is why we always need divine protection. Hallelujah. Yes. Harry and Metzing. Amen. Harry and Metzing. Hallelujah. 
we will find our scripture reading. Guess where? In Psalm 23, Sorry. verse number 2. Who do this Psalm 23? Pelunya hai. Mimanzo adutin we and Akimanzona are in Uri Tejalata Fule Ponsenia Dizazaro. But you must be careful or how fish are more tuffling. Utsibor when I died, yeah, how kee. Because there are some things that you are allergic to. Hey. I said, how fish are tuffling. Utsibe, or a diet, yeah, how kee. Uskaja fella, okete. Otherwise, you will end up being constipated. <laughs> Kappa, you will end up with allergies. Kile kariki riki falta te mate e diet ya apule the other day. Aba oh man of God, I am allergic to that. Me itaro na mo na utungori tegela tafule pontenya disasaruna. Me harli tafule mo. Oskaba wati sa salad e dalindi apule pilata te mate because he's allergic to them. What are you allergic to? That is what God is asking you today. What are you allergic to? You need to know the things that you are allergic to. Because it is in knowing those things that you are allergic to. That you will be able to know where you are under divine protection. But no, but this one is not good for your diet. Because God can lay a table before you in the presence of your enemies, but the enemy can sneak something that you are allergic to, and it will take you down. Because whenever God is at work, he is also at work. His purpose is to do nothing else but humiliate God has put something very good and very great on your life. But you have to understand that whenever God puts something great on your life, the devil also. It's like you have given people the license to backslide. Let me tell you about Mankola. But that is why you have to know your diet and know what are some of the things that are good for you and what are some of the things that are not good for you. Amen. And therefore, today we'll find our scripture reading in Psalm 23, verse number 2. And it reads thus, he says, He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me besides the still waters. And the title of my message this morning is Trial and Error. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the Spirit of the Lord that leads us besides the still waters, Father God. Not in turbulent waters, Father God, but the Spirit of the Lord at all times, it leads us besides the still waters. And we thank you, Lord. And where we will find divine 
protection. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, let the saints say, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Today we are going to talk about the title, Lea, Trial and Error, but the subtitle title my message, Divine Protection. We spoke about the seven promises of God, that God has placed seven promises upon your life, and when you arrived in the promised land, you would have realized the seven promises of God. But I also want to assure you that as soon as you receive these seven promises of God, the enemy is also going to release seven deadly sins upon your life that are intended and last week we spoke about the sin of lust that we should only desire nothing else but the Lord that we should not desire the things of this world but we should only desire the Lord and we should only say Lord lead us Lord show us your way wherever we go Lord let it be you that the Bible says the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and he delights in his ways. Hallelujah. It says the steps of a good man and a good woman are ordered by the Lord. How am I fella? You are ordered, sister. How am I fella? You are ordered. You are not driven by drives, but you are being pulled by the Spirit of the Lord. And therefore, I come to learn for his glory. Whatever is good, big, and great in your life, God wants to ride on it so that he can show his greatness and goodness in that thing. Amen. And he did it through Peter. He said, Peter, you were not able to catch fish for the rest of the night. He said, can I use your boat so that I can preach the weight? And after he used his boat, he said to him, Peter, you were a fisher of fishermen, but today you have been transcended into a fisher of men. Yes. After he had failed to, to catch fish and God provided for him so much, he was willing to let go of that and said, you know what? There's more where this one, this thing comes from. I want to know more. I'm not, I, I'm not after the presence of God, but I'm also, also after the presence then we get even more. Amen. He says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and everything else shall follow you. Don't see yourself in the relation to the things that follow you, but see yourself in relation to the Christ that you are following. Amen. Don't see yourself in the relation to the things that follow you, but see yourself in the relation to the Christ that you are following. Because you, saw, you know why those things will follow you? Because they are side effects. Success is nothing else but a side effect. You are the presence of the Lord in your life. And therefore, God will always make sure that we have direction. But the second thing that God wants us to have is that we should have protection. Amen. You see, it's nice to have direction, 
But once you have direction, you are also exposed to destruction. The minute you take a step and say, now I'm taking a step for the Lord, you must understand that you are vulnerable to destruction. And that destruction comes in the form of overindulgence. Because there will be so much at your disposal. And if you are not divinely protected, you will overindulge. And therefore, we need to find something that is called balance. We need to have a balance. That is why, you must eat a balanced diet. So that the entire are out of proportion. You see, you eat a balanced diet. So, we need to have balance. We need to have balance. We need to come to a situation where we say, God has, Christ has led me besides the still waters. Not the turbulent waters, no. But besides the still waters. And the Spirit of the Lord says, there were times when the children of God, the 12 apostles, were in a ship and suddenly the waters were in turbulence. And there was no sense of balance. Imagine coming to God and saying, don't you care? I mean, the minute why he invited you into this boat is because he cares. But when all hell breaks loose, you look at him and you say, don't you care? Don't you care that you are drowning? And they were drowning nowhere else, but there are many situations that drown us. Sometimes we drown in depression. Sometimes we drown in addiction. Sometimes we drown in aggression. We are just so angry. You don't understand why am I just so angry. And you are drowning in that anger. And I pray to the spirit of the Lord. And I pray to Christ who comes the storm. Peace. Be still. And know that I am God. Says peace. Be still. And know that I am God. So divine protection comes when we come to understand that Christ can come each and every storm in your life. I said divine protection comes when you understand that Christ can come each and every storm that you you come across in your life. It doesn't matter whether it's a financial storm. It doesn't matter whether it's a family storm. It doesn't matter whether it's a storm that your friends brought upon you. It doesn't matter whether it's a storm, generational storm generational cases that we find ourselves in. But we're not smiling we're not smiling at Let me tell you, Christ can do away with all of those storms. Christ can turn things around in your, in your life and give you nothing else but divine protection. And therefore we have to understand that we are under divine protection. Amen. To guard us against situations and to guard us against people who wants to steal the promises of God upon, away from us. Because the promises of God are yes and amen. They are a definite guarantee. But the enemy will come and try to kill and steal and destroy. But let me tell you, Christ has come so that he may have life 
and so that have, you can have it in abundance. Christ does not want you to just have an ordinary life, but Christ wants you to have an extraordinary life. So that when people look at you, they will see extraordinary power in your life, and they will be able to follow you and say, one man once came to me and said, hey, Dr. Makola, I have seen so many great things in your life. And I said, if Because through Christ. He is the one that opens the door for us and shows us where God is. And he is our perfect example. And we go after him. And therefore, divine protection is something that is extremely important. Why do I need divine protection? Because I know that the enemy will come to come and steal, kill, and destroy that which God has put upon your life. You, you see, the minute you get the promises of God, you don't just relax and think all things will go well. You must understand you are still in a war. And the greatest war is to protect what God gave you. Many things receive, many people receive things. And they have them. And everything has gone so well. How about Ketavevanyesis? And they will think, and who so fell let you more. The minute you go get things, TDJX will say, the minute the fire of God falls upon you, it will provoke the anger of men oh, and yeah. women to work against you. Sure. Because you have to understand overindulgence. People just want to get things. They want to get too much money. They want to get too much sex. They want to get too much influence. They want to get and get and get and get and get. But let me tell you, anytime you have something to offer to this world, expect other people to want to use you for their own benefit. Amen. Mm. Anytime you have a little bit of a talent, every time you have a little bit of money, every time you have a little bit of beauty, every time you have a little bit of potential, expect somebody to come in and want to pimp you for their own personal gain, but not for the purpose of God. And that's why we need divine protection because we are also vulnerable for vultures who want to take hold of us. And they will promise you heaven and earth, but only to find that it is to make themselves look good. You can be a celebrity by your own status, but they want to make you feel like you can only make it if you associate with us. Because when I the spirit of overindulgence, and this is the spirit that the prodigal son saw, it is said he was sitting amongst the pigs, and as he was sitting around, these people who were just overindulging, and they were getting so much from him, and he said, how many of my, my father's servants are whining and dining and receiving the spirit of the Lord in my father's house. He said, I will get up. I will not overindulge in the things of this world. I will go to a place where I will be divinely protected because I know when I overindulge, I expose myself to too much things. I expose myself to constipation. I expose myself to allergies. I expose myself to all of these things that will come around in my life and destroy me. And he said, I will get up. Sometimes the greatest thing that you need to do is to come to yourself. I said, sometimes the greatest thing that you need to do is to come to yourself and said, you know what? Tell the devil, I've changed my mind. That was then and this is now. I'm changing my mind. I'm no longer doing that. But I am following what the spirit of the Lord has dictated upon your life. And therefore, we need divine protection. 
because we are vulnerable to destruction. We need divine protection because God is doing great things in our lives and the devil wants to make a show of of the things that the Lord has done in our lives. And that's why in life there is this period, trial and error period. It's not only found in the world, but it's also found in the church. That sometimes you can try so much. And I'm so excited that we have tried so much for the past six months to set up this ministry. And in the seventh month, it's no longer trial period. It sometimes looks like, you know what, you've been in this business for six months and it seems like this ministry is not going nowhere. And that is when the Spirit of the Lord comes over to take over. Because seven is a number of divine protection. It is the number in which the Lord says, six is a number of men your own efforts and after you have failed in all of your own efforts and you come to an error state that is when come christ comes through have you ever tried so much in your work environment each and everything and you would expect that you will get a bonus and a raise and you will get an error message just something to put you down have you ever studied so hard for a test and you'll hope that you'll get 80% and you'll come back with 48% and then you get an error message and you ask yourself, how did I get this error message? Have you ever met this man's handsome or beautiful lady and you date each other and you go to Devon and you go to Cape Town and you fly to Dubai and you end up flying to Disneyland and when you come back, you get an error message. Have you ever been through that situation where you are so sure that everything is going on so well and all of a sudden something just pops up and says, error. Have you ever taken care of this child for so many years and you will be proud of yourself on Facebook and saying I'm a good father. And you'll be showcasing yourself and doing all of these good things and saying, oh, I am such a good father. Oh, look at me. Oh, look at all of the things that I did. And after 25 years, you get an error message. Amen. And you say, but, 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 but what happened? I thought I've got this thing under control. Why do I get an error message when I thought everything is under control? And there was a man in the Bible who was so sure of himself, very sure of himself, because he was eating with Jesus, he was whining with Jesus, he was holding Jesus' briefcase, he was, you know, making up Jesus' bed, he was bringing Jesus' food, and he thought that he will not get an error message. And then he got an error message. What do you do? When life gives you an error message and you expect that everything was going so well until you are so well that I'm programming this computer so well and all of a sudden you see a red light flashing on the screen saying, error, start again. What do you do, Memokola, when you are so sure that I think today I have performed my best Caesar? And after two days, the lady comes back with a, la- with a tummy bloated. But, oh, we think that there is an infection in that tummy. 
And he said, but this is my best. This, this is my best. I was not in a hurry. I did everything according to the book, according to how I was taught and how it was prescribed. I even did more than that. And then you get an error message now. This time is bloated and it is said, we have a problem here now. You have to open and go and see. What is it that you did in there? Sure. And he said, Lord, but I am so sure. I know I'm not going to find anything there because I know that I did everything good. I know that, Lord, I've been praying so much. I know, Lord, that I've fasted so hard. I know, Lord, that I, I have been to church. I did give my tithes and I did give my time and I did give my all to make sure that the church flourished. I know, Lord, that I have given my all into your ministry. But why is it that I get an error message out of my children? Why do I get an error message in my work environment? Why, why do I get an error message? But let me tell you, it is supposed to be like that. Life is all about trials and errors. Amen. Life is all about trials and errors. Unless you come to the end of yourself, you will never understand or come to the beginning of himself. Unless you come to the end of you, you will not come to the beginning of Christ. And therefore, you're supposed to get an error message so that you can come to the beginning of Christ. You, sometimes, sometimes little boy is supposed to disappoint you so hard so that you go down to your knees and pray and say, Lord, I don't know how I'm supposed to be a mother. I've tried so hard. I've tried everything in my effort and so that God can come through for you. And that is how things are. And this man... His name is Peter. He was so sure of himself. He had passed the test, yeah, betrayal. Amen. You see, Christ called his disciples before the table, and they were whining in a, in a table, and he said, around the table, and he said, Sir, one of you is the devil. He's going to betray me. And it is said, each and every one of them said, Lord, is it I? Lord, is it I? Eleven of them. But there was one man who stood up and said, Rabbi, it is I. Be careful of how people address you. Amen. Be careful of how people talk to you. Be careful. You see, play it by the ear, man of God. Listen to how everyone else say and how one person. I, brother, listen who is good. Mara. Listen to that Mara. Mara, 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 mara. There is that moment, Fumana Mara. And this man said, Rabbi, is it I? And he said, You have said it yourself. And this man, the, the dining and the whining went ahead. And it seemed like they have passed the test. And Christ asked them and he said, but who do men say I am? Yeah. And it is said, 11, 12 of them kept quiet. And one man stood up amongst them and said, thou art the Christ, the son of the true and living God. Whoa! He got the test right. There was a trial and then he passed. He got it right. And Christ looked at him and said, Peter, Flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. Let me tell you, God is going to reveal great things in your life. Amen. I said, God is going to reveal great things in your life. The things that are hidden, the things that were planned against you, God is going to reveal them. And when God reveals them in your life, 
You should not be bitter about the people who tried anything against you, but you should rejoice and be excited that at least I know that God is with me. Amen. Sometimes we spend so much time being angry and bitter against people instead of taking what is before us and saying, the Lord has protected me against this and therefore all I can do is just rejoice. I don't have any time to be bitter. Because all I need to do is to rejoice. When you've got so much time to rejoice and to be happy, you don't have any reason to look back and be angry and bitter against whoever tried to do anything against you. Amen. But you just need to sit in the presence Amen. of the Lord and you seize this particular moment and you say, it doesn't matter where it started. What matters is that I am here and God loves me and God has protected me against this and therefore the divine protection of God is upon my life. You will never learn upon, about divine protection unless you come against troubles. How do you know that you are divinely protected unless you are under attack? Amen. You have to be under attack so that the spirit of the Lord can be visible upon your life. Amen. So therefore you need to go through this situation. And this man, these disciples went through the trial and they all failed and he got it right. He said, thou art the Christ, the son of the true and living God. And he said, Peter, you are the man on which I'm going to build my church. Oh, my goodness. It's such a wonderful experience when God looks at you and says, you are the woman on which I'm going to build my church. It's such a wonderful experience when God says, hey, man, you're the man, man. Touch my blood. You're the man. You're the man, man. It's a wonderful experience. It's a wonderful experience. Sometimes when I get things right at the university and the vice chancellor comes and says, you are the man, oh, I become so excited. But imagine when it is Christ coming to you and saying, you are the man, you are the woman, you are the sister, you are the brother on which I'm going to build my church. You become excited. Your ego becomes so puffed up. You become happy. And Peter was like very excited, was very happy. And Christ said, oh, but let me tell you, a time is coming that I will be taken away from you and you will all be offended. You will forsake me. And the very same man to whom Christ said you are the man said, no ways. You see this leaven, they are the ones that are going to run away. But me, you just said I'm the man. I'm going to continue to be the man. He had no intentions. Of, of, of running away from Christ. He had no intentions. No intentions. Because he, first, he passed the first a test. You see, the more you pass certain tests in life, is the more you think that you are invincible. Yeah. The more you pass a grade 1, you pass a grade 2, you pass a grade 3, grade, grade 4. I hope you fail a grade 5 if you want to ask how. He passes all of the grades. And you think, ah, it's obvious. He will never ever fail. And then Peter was so sure that he will not fail. He didn't want to fail. He had no desire to fail. Is there any one of you who has any desire to fail in here? Show your hands up. Pick up your hands. There is no person who has a desire to fail. Each and every one of us has a desire to pass. Therefore, what Peter did is what we do as well. We all want to pass in this world. We all want things to work out for the best. But how well do you know yourself that things will not work out in your life? And Peter did not understand himself so well because he was so sure of himself. 
He was so sure of himself. And as he was so sure of himself, then he said, no, all of you, they will desert you. All of you, they will take you away. And indeed, the one who was meant to betray, betrayed. And then a time come when now the 12, the 11 who were left, when, when the Roman soldiers came and captured Christ, everybody ran away, including Peter. The Bible says everyone, they all fled. Not, there was 11 errors. A trial come and 11 errors shows up. And then Christ turned to see, uh, where is Peter? Error on Peter as well, gone. So what do you do when you have made a promise and you break your own promise? Because when you make promises, you are not disappointing me, you're disappointing yourself. You are the one that made the promise. And when you disappoint, you disappoint yourself. You could not live up to your own words. Amen. Mm. You couldn't live up to your own words. And one of the divine potentials that God has given us is to live up to our own words. Protection comes when we live up to the word of God. That we, we don't only talk the word of God, but we also walk the word of God. He talked, but he could not walk. Oh my goodness. It's such a humbling experience to talk about the word of God, but you can't walk the word of God. You talk about the word of God, even to God. And he was right in front of him, but he could not walk when the appointed time came. He ran away from God. He was not running away from the Roman soldiers. No, 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 no. If you think that the 11 disciples ran away from the, from, 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 from the Roman soldiers, then that's Sunday school business. He was running away from God because they were with God all of their lives for three years. You are in the presence of the Lord, and when all trouble strikes, you run away from God. You look at the trouble and you compare it to your God and you run away from your God. Why do you run away from protection? You are already divinely protected and you run away to being exposed. Don't run away to situations and to people to whom you will find where there won't be any help. And it is said when Peter had ran away and they brought Jesus before trial. It is said Peter remembered. He came to his senses. And Abashapa are ten. And it is said he came to where Christ was. He saw everything that was happening, but he could not be close to him enough to give him words of comfort. He could not be close enough to be associated with him. There are many people who are following, but they are following from a distance. When all trouble strikes, they don't want to be seen as being children of God. Amen. They are following, but they are following from a distance. Mm. Peter was following, but he was following from a distance. Mm. But I respect him for one thing. At least he did come back to come and see what happened. I respect the kind of people who will come back even if they do nothing, but at least they are there yes, to watch the grand finale mm. of what really happened. At least they will be able to go and tell my wife and children and say, this is what happened to him. But I was scared to go 
and rescue him. But at least there will be a, a there will be closure. You see, have you ever have you ever been in a situation where you are wondering what happened? And you live in this state of wonder, say, I wonder what happened. And at least Peter was there to watch and see what will happen. Even though he was scared and he was in the background, at least he was there. He was there. He was there. I don't know if you are listening to me at this moment, but at least you are there. And I thank God that at least you are here and you are following at me from a distance and yes. at least you are there. I don't know if this young man can hear me, but at least he brought me a box of tissue. He's there, he's there. At least he's there, he's there, he's there. At least he is there, he's following. He's there, he's there. Sometimes even when you cannot do anything, at least just be there. Sometimes even when you don't understand anything, just be there, just show up for the fight. Even if you're not going to get inside of the ring and fight with me, but just show up for the fight. Show up for the fight. Just be there. Just show up. Just be there. Just show up. Even if you're not going to say anything or offer any words of encouragement, just show up for the fight. And Peter showed up for the fight. Yes, Lord. And it was when Peter showed up for the fight that he was met with a fight of his own. Because sometimes you can think the people who are in the real fight are the ones who are in the ring. Hey, sometimes you can find, find that the people who are fighting are chiefs and pirates in the, in, in the soccer field. No, 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 but the, 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 the fans are the ones who are in a real fight. Your club won. Your club lost. Hey, we no favor clapper. I am sure. No, you favor clapper. It's about me that the choices that I'm making are always coming right. Amen. And a little girl saw Peter and said to him, but I remember you. You were also with Jesus of Galilee. And he said, Peter looked at him and said, hey, girl, you don't know what you're talking about. And that was when Christ has said to him, before, the, after the cock, the cock had crowed for three times, or before the cock, is it before the cock crows, you would have denied me Three times. Yes, yes. Before the cock crow, you would have denied me three times. Sometimes I confuse it. I think uh, uh, the, the, uh, before the cock crows three times, you would have denied me three times. But before the cock crows, you would have denied me three times. Thank you very much. I said, Lord, send me people who know that their Bible this morning. And he sent me you. I am so grateful and I'm so thankful that you are preaching with me this morning. And therefore, Peter, and the Bible says, and, and the Bible says, and Christ said to Peter, before the cock crows, you would have denied me three times. And he did not believe it. And this was the first denial when he said to this little girl, but I don't know him. And then there was a second child and another little girl came and said, you were with Jesus of Nazareth. Amen. And again for the second time, Peter said, no. Have you ever been in a situation where you thought that you are in trouble. 
And that is what happened with Peter. He said, I came with And another man came and said, man, those two little girls were right. You were with him. Listen to yourself and how you are rebuking them. You said, praise the Lord. I don't know him. Praise Jesus. Who is he? He said, listen to yourself. You speak just like him. You were with him. And he said he started to swear. And he started to insult. He started to speak like them. Because when we are afraid of the world, sometimes we allow ourselves to be contaminated. And we allow ourselves to be polluted by the world. Simply because we are trying by all ways to save our skin. But you cannot save your skin because you are already under divine protection. Simply knowing him, simply people coming to you and identifying you and say, but you've been in the, with the Lord. That in itself is an indication that you are under divine protection. They are not saying you know him. They are saying you are protected by him. So you need to be aware the language that people speak to you. I remember one day when I was still a party animal and I walked inside of Giovanni's. And as I walking, was walking inside of Giovanni's, I stepped on top of this man's shoes. And you know, then this man, he looked at me and he said, why are you stepping on my shoes like that? And I humbled myself. I, oh, my brother, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, my brother. I stepped on your expensive shoes. I didn't see that you've got these expensive shoes. And you know, please, my brother, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And we went to sit down. And then we started to talk. And this man said, if you start a church, I'll come to it. I said, why? He said, I've never seen such a level of humility. I was expecting you that you will become pompous in relation to the car that you are driving. I looked at you. Actually, it was not about my shoes. It's because I'm jealous of your car. <laughs> you see, sometimes people will pick up a fight with you. Not because of the little thing that you did to them, but because they saw something great in your life. Amen. They saw the Christ in you, the hope for all glory, that you've got so much potential inside of your life, and they're fighting the potential that is upon you. And you think it's about this, but when you humble yourself, you'll see people turning around and saying, man, how can I get the car as well? Forget about my shoes. They are just only worth uh, 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 5,000 rands, but your car is worth a million rands. How can I get the car? I said, oh, I thought it's about your shoes. I said, no, 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 never mind the shoes. But I was jealous. I found myself being, being jealous. I was overcome by jealousy. And the minute you came down, I realized I can relate with you. So these people could relate with Peter. But Peter was not aware that these people are relating with him. They are coming to him and they are saying, we can see potential upon you. What we saw on him is also upon you. Amen. Can people see Christ on you wherever you walk around? Can people see Christ on you in your work environment? Can people see that you are under divine protection? Can people see and talk a language and come to you and say, you know what, sister, you know what, mother, you know what, father? You are speaking a different language to us. Can you teach us this language? Or do you chicken out when, as soon as some of those things come out and you get an error message yourself? So some of the error messages that we get, we bring it upon ourselves. We invite them upon ourselves. At least he had tried to follow. And he made an effort to follow. And he allowed an error message to come upon himself. 
But thanks God when an error message came upon him. The Bible says at the appointed time, Jesus rose from the dead and he met these women. And when he met these women, he came to these women and said, go and tell the disciples and Peter to meet me in Galilee. Let me tell you, even if you were to come across an error message, you are still on God's mind. And when he resurrects and when he comes out of whatever situation, because you are with him on his mind, he will come to your rescue and he will come to correct you. He will come to say, yes, I know you have come to the end of yourself, but you were supposed to come to the end of yourself, Peter, so that you can have the beginning of himself. Otherwise, Peter will praise himself and say, I was with him. Now I am no longer a celebrity by association, but because I could withstand the test of time, I am also a junior Christ. Sometimes you have to fail. Sometimes things have to come to naught so that Christ can come and make you a hero and move you from being a zero to a hero. Sometimes you need to be exposed. Adam was exposed. And he ran away and he tried to cover himself with artificial things. And God slaughtered a lamb and came to him with that which is permanent. And said, these fig leaves are not going to last men. And he brought the skin of an animal and he covered him. And the covering was permanent. And the covering that you find in Christ, the divine protection that you find in Christ, it is permanent. It's not temporary, but it is permanent. Let us all stand. The covering that you get from Christ, it is permanent. The covering you get from him, it is permanent. In him we live, in him we move, in him we have our being. And I don't know what is it that you require from him, but you must understand that you are not exposed. It might seem like you are exposed. It might seem like you are under, uh, you are in trouble, but let me tell you, you are under divine protection. 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 And when all hell breaks loose, all you need to do is to reach out for him inside of your heart and say, Lord, don't you care that I'm drowning? Lord, don't you care that they are taking my car away? Don't you care that they are firing me? Don't you care? There was a situation when I came to him as well and the storms were rising up in my life and they wanted to, I always tell this story and today I'm telling it for a reason. I'm telling it for a reason because, you know, the university wanted to fire me. I started my first five years and they ended at a specific date on the 28th of February 2015. And I was hoping to start my second five years on the 1st of March. And I was put on trial for 313 days. And for 313 days I cried, Lord, don't you care? Lord, don't you care that they want to fire me for 313 days? Lord, don't you care? And at the end he said, peace be still. And let me tell you, if it were not of that, yesterday would have been my last day in the second five years and today i wouldn't have been a campus principal and director because my second term has ended 
but thanks God my pain has come to pay me for the next coming 313 days. I'm still now enjoying and trying to see where is the Lord going to take me in these 313 days. I thought God had forsaken me, but he knows in your trials and in your troubles, the 313 days has come back to become a bonus. Now I'm living in my bonus years now, my bonus months. If tomorrow when I go to work, I will say, Lord, thank you very much for the bonus. I know my contract, my second contract would have ended uh, 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 on the 29th of, of, of February. But thanks God, I'm still here because I was willing to sacrifice. Amen. Are you willing to sacrifice this morning? And whatever that you are sacrificing in your cries, in your trials, in your tribulation, in the people persecuting you, in your failures, in your trials and in your errors. I'm telling you, at an appointed time, God is going to come forth and is going to elevate you to a greater height and is going to do more great things in your life. He has already done something great. I will tell you at the appointed time, what did he do? But he has already done something good and I'm already celebrating it right now because he did something good. But simply because I was willing to suffer with him. Simply because I was willing to, to, to be crucified with him. Yes, when Christ was crucified on the cross, Peter was crucified on the inside. Because the Bible says, after the cock crowed, he went away and he cried bitterly. He cried, he cried and cried and cried. But let me tell you, it is a privilege for you to feel guilty. It's okay for you to feel guilty. There's nothing wrong with you feeling guilty. Both Judas and Peter felt guilty. Judas felt guilty and instead of repenting, his ego did not allow him. He hanged himself. But Peter felt guilty. And after he felt guilty, he went and he was still with the children of God. And when Christ rose up, he knew that this one, when he feels guilty, he comes back to me. This one, when he feels guilty, he does not run away from me. This one, when he feels guilty, he still stays and stands the test of time. And therefore, you must understand there are two different kinds of guilt. There's the ego guilt that makes you to feel bad about yourself. But there is also a spiritual guilt that makes you feel like, I can do better. Yes, I've messed up, but I'm going to do better. Yes, I got an error message, but I'm going to do better. Yes, I did not get things right this time, but I'm going to do better. I'm looking forward to do things better. Are there people who are expecting that everything is going to be better in their lives? I said there are there people in this house who expect that everything is going to work for the best. God is going to do great things in your life simply because you were willing to suffer with him. God is going to do great things in your life simply because you allowed yourself to come to the end of yourself so that you can have the beginning of himself. You came to the end of yourself. You cannot protect yourself. Divine protection says, I have come to the end of myself. I have put fig leaves on and I've come to the end of myself because they are starting to dry up. And therefore I'm expecting something from God that will be permanent and that will give me protection and that I will be able to teach to my children and my children's children that when you are in Christ, 
You will never perish. You will never be exposed to any distraction. The enemy will come in like a flood, but the Spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against it. I said the enemy will come in like a flood, but the Spirit of the Lord will lift up against the same spirit. Against it. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Father God, for your divine protection. We thank you, Lord, that we have been through so many trials and tribulations. We thank you, Lord, that we have been through so many trials and errors. But whenever we get an error message, Lord, we sit for the God and wait upon the Lord to renew our strength. I said, Father God, when we come to the end of ourselves and we get an error message, we are going to wait upon the Lord who will renew our strength. We thank you, Father God, for renewing our strength because you are a good God, you are a great God, you are a wonderful God. You are the God who is and who was and who is to come. You are the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I said you are the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. Call his name this wonderful morning. I said he is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. Call his name this wonderful morning. Come on, call his name this wonderful morning. Call his name this wonderful morning. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Holy, 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 holy. Holy, 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 holy. Holy, 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 holy. Holy, 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 holy. Is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and who is to come. Holy, 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 holy. Holy, 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 holy. We thank you, Father God, for your presence. We thank you, Father God, for your greatness. We give you all the glory, Father God. We worship you, Father God. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Yes. Yes. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. When I'm Ojibo, Bupiloke. When I feel Bupiloke. When I'm Ojibo, Bupiloke. When I feel Bupiloke. When I'm 